from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. For Anthony Avilia and the win, Tommy Bowden on the hold. Snap back, hold down, kick is on the way, and it is good! The crew wins! On a 44-yard field goal from Anthony Avilia. Your final score, UMHB 27 and Howard Payne 24. What a many wacky, wonderful highlights from the weekend. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward Wrights, Ryan Fox. Glad you're with us. Welcome to Monday. And, Ward, what a great call and what, a, what an exciting football game. It was exciting. Uh, the crew got the win, and that's the most important thing. They had their hands full. They had to play four quarters. Lots of things that you look for uh, going to the end of the year to be able to get ready for the playoffs. I think you could check all the boxes for the Crusaders. Uh, Howard Payne played a great football game, scored with 31 seconds and went for two with 31 seconds remaining in the ball game, and the crew didn't blink. They went right down the field and drove 75 yards, set up for a 44-yard game-winning field goal. I, did they have to use a timeout? I was listening, and I don't remember. They ran so many out routes to the sideline and, they, and got out of bounds. They used one timeout that one. entire time. Wow. How about that? I mean – They had three. Yeah. Uh, and they kept they ran out routes, mm-hmm. and Howard Payne gave them out routes, so they kept taking them. Yes. And down the field they went. Oh, it was exciting. It was fun stuff. I was listening to you – and watching Baylor, I'm telling you, I was stressed Saturday. I had so much stuff going. I had the World Series going. I had the uh, LSU and, and Alabama game going. I had Texas and Kansas State going. Uh, it started with the 11 o'clock game. Good morning, by the way, Ryan. How are you? Doing well. How are you, Tom? Good, good. It's Monday. It's a little foggy. A little froggy this morning. Humidity. Yeah. Yep. Any, by the way, I hear there's conversation about not – doing the daylight savings time, you know, standard time and all that, you know, the falling back and springing forward thing. Mm -hmm. Whatever you decide, leave it alone. Leave it alone. I I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of excited. I thought, you know what? We're going to kind of steal an hour on Monday morning. No. No, you don't. 3.51, I'm on the floor because that's 4.51 two days ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And I get up between, you know, 445, 515, something like that. So I was on the floor this morning. At, at, look, it's 351. I'm wide awake. Yeah, same thing yesterday. I hate got it. Up, got up early. Hate yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody says, well, I'm, I'm going to get an extra hour of sleep. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because. Your body clock. Yeah. Last night when it, when it got time to go to bed, look over at the clock. Well, it's really not time to go to bed, but. I'm going to bed. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> my body says, hey, what are you doing, knucklehead? I was trying to watch Kansas City last night, and I just couldn't. I was just mm-hmm. dozing. Like, this is late. Forget it. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it was. I, I hate it. And just about the time you get accustomed to one, well, we're going to change. Right. We're going to change again. So, 
Uh, let's figure, which one do you prefer? This one, Standard Time or Daylight Savings? Once my body gets adjusted, I don't care. I want this one. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need it to be the sun to be out at 10 o'clock at night during the summer. No, I don't either. Now, I, I kind of like it. <laughs> when I got time. stuff to do, I like it. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, and you know, and as we uh, roll along here in the fall and into the winter, four four thirty five o'clock you're looking around going why is it dark <laughs> but anyway mm-hmm. ah, you can't satisfy us well we're, we're glad you're here uh it, it was a fun weekend i'm telling you i love i love this time of the year we've got um football and then we've got uh we had the world series this weekend basketball starts today here in river city uh both baylor and little and uh I started to say the Lady Bears can't say that. No, you can't. Nope. Baylor women. Just the Baylor women are, are playing. So Baylor men at uh, 11 o'clock today, 1030 pregame. And the Baylor women at 6 o'clock tonight. So there you go. So we're off and running with, with hoops. With hoops. And then I saw Friday that Mitch Thompson and the Bears baseball program released their schedule. So, and you know what? Stop and think about it. That's not too terribly far away. That's February. It, it just, boy, it's, it's during the school year. It's fun. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, what was the big surprise over the weekend for you? Anything. The big surprise? Yes. Was there one huge off the chart? I, I, for me, it was just how poorly Oklahoma State played. Yeah, that, I, I they guess scored that some to, late, but I'm, let's yeah, be honest. They, they got run out of the gym they again. Did. They did. And mm. I was surprised by that. I thought they would bounce back. And the Jayhawks are going bowling, baby. Yeah. How about that? The Jayhawks are bowl eligible when several others are not. Yeah, just another just another check on the resume for Leipold, Leipold to, yeah. to head to Wisconsin. Hey, he's, I mean, he's checked. I know a- what he's saying. But he's checked them all. The boxes are checked. That's that's a bowl bound football team. Uh Baylor and Oklahoma. First of all, no, I'm not even going to. I was gonna say some negative things about the telecast. I'm just not going to do it. I, I'm not. If you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, and just listen to the radio, good for you. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but I'll say this. It was a heck of a football game. It was like a tennis match. You know, you've seen the, you know, the, the when the guys get there or the guys and, and they're just trading aces. That's exactly. You had to hold serve. You had to hold serve. Your offense would go score. Their offense would go score. Your offense would go. You, you had to score. Or, or you're going to have problems. I mean, you just because the you couldn't Baylor could not get Oklahoma off the field. Sooners converted ten of fifteen third downs, but offensively, I think that's exactly what Jeff Grimes and, and Dave Aranda were looking for. Look, offensively, this team threw when they wanted to, not when they had to. They ran the ball effectively because the offensive line was outstanding again. They moved the chains. They got first downs. They controlled the time of possession. They won it again. They uh, they had over, thir- I think, 33 minutes 
and some change, time of possession. They did all the things you want to do offensively to win the football game. It, it was it was pretty darn impressive uh, offensively. Defensively, they had some tackling issues again, but man, oh man, they weren't making contact for four or five yards. That was the big problem. They could not get OU off the field. And the Sooners, Sooners had nearly 600 yards of offense, I think. I think I, I have to, I'll double check. Uh, but it was, it was, it was tough. And look, that drive at the end, I think Dave Aranda said it best. He says the best defense was our offense. In other words, stay on the field in that four minute drill. And that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. So, uh, total offense. 499 yards. I said 600, 500. They had 500 yards total offense. But the the Bears offensively were, I mean, that's three weeks in a row where they just went out and dominated the line of scrimmage. I think the offense, this is what I think they had envisioned for the offense. Look, they had some guys sick. They had some guys that were nicked up a little bit. Not a lot of deep balls. I think they would probably like a couple more deep balls. But they threw the intermediate pass when they wanted to, not when they had to, for the, for the most part. And the offensive line, well, they were they were good. And Squirrel, Richard Reese had the flu. Squirrel Williams comes in off the IR. And, boy, he's, he was just dominant. He, he was flat out good. And, and when they had to have it, you know, on that third down play, he goes right through the line of scrimmage and goes down to about the five or six and then goes down. They would have won the game by 10. But they did the exact correct thing. Go down, keep the ball in play, wind the clock, couple of, couple of knees. Because what's the objective? It's to win the game. Mm-hmm. It's not style points. It's to win the game. And that's exactly what that did. It, it gave them an opportunity to to possess the football when it went triple zero, and that's why he went down, and it was you know a well-executed play. But man, oh man, was he good yesterday, Saturday. And he was good, and the offensive line was good, and when you have that combination, good stuff happened. So, you know, they got a 100-yard rusher for the third straight week. And so we'll get into all of that stuff today. Uh, NFL news, anything, anything off the charts other than Green Bay is Horrible. They're bad. Horrible. They're bad. Horrible. Uh, and I don't think much of Tampa Bay either. I know they came back and won the game, and that was a drive at the end of the game. But good gracious, you had they're, – both, they're not both very those good. teams are struggling. And then why in the heck did the Cowboys lose to them? <laughs> I mean, stop and think about that. Well, they were playing better at the time, <laughs> and the Cowboys weren't. Yeah. And they lost Prescott in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So there's – there's several contributing factors to, to but, why the Cowboys got beat by that team. If Prescott would have played the entire game, would they have no, beat them? No. I don't think so. No, they, he wasn't playing very well no. when he when he went down. No, he wasn't. Let's be honest. No, he wasn't. So, I mean, I don't think that that makes a huge difference. But um, Tampa Bay has been reeling it's off, since it's off, week one. It's off the rails right yeah. now. I mean, that thing's in the and ditch. L.A.'s not playing very good right Ooh. now. Buffalo gets beat by the Jets. J-E-T-S, baby. Wow. <laughs> they're better. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, they're a good football team. They're not just better. They're a good football team. Uh, just just wacky. What do we think of the Chicago Bears? Inconsistent. 
don't ever wear the orange uniform again. <laughs> <laughs> they had black on yesterday, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they played just good enough to lose. I mean, I, I don't. How else do you describe that? I mean, I don't know. Uh, so they're trying to make a big deal out of the Cowboys in Green Bay uh, next well, Sunday it's because of the connection. Well, I know, and I and, and it's two you know marquee franchises. I get that, and it's the Mark Mike McCarthy thing. I get that, but one's one's going one way, and one's going the other. Good luck trying to build that thing into. A thing of beauty. But that's exactly what Fox is trying to do because that's the uh, Sunday 325 kick. So, we'll, you know, of course, Dallas and go. Th- that'll be the week that Green Bay gets well. But, man, oh, man. Th- it, sometimes I wonder if they, some of those dudes are just not interested. They, they look, they look disjointed to me. I don't know. Of course, you know, you're not around there. But it doesn't matter. It, it's the Sunday product, and the Sunday product does not look very good at all. Mm-mm. You know, I had a they're coach, not a good football team. I had a coach once tell me, "Well, you're not in practice. Well, neither is fifty thousand other people. You know, the people. In, it's the game day that we we judge, and you don't look very good, and they're not very good. So we'll see." Uh, seven thirteen. So we're off and running. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, Jerry Hill's going to be here. He's going to kind of break down the, uh, the football game and we'll look ahead to some hoops. If we have some time, uh, he doesn't know this at all, but I'm going to text, uh, John Morris and see if I can't chase him down for around eight 30. He doesn't know that. Uh, but I'll, uh, I'm going to try to do that because there's so much going on. I want to get to John's perspective on a couple of things and, uh, so we'll chase him down and and see what's what's going on. All right, uh, we're off and running. If if we don't, then you know I apologize. I probably shouldn't have said that on the air, but oh well, I did. Seven thirteen. Don't tell him I said that. Seven thirteen. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan. We're glad you're with us. Welcome to Monday, and we have uh, we've got. Well, I tell you what, we'll dive into that Baylor game a little deeper. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Women's Basketball opens the new season this Monday evening, hosting Lamar. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, with a 7 p.m. tip-off Monday for the Bears and the Cardinals. Again this season, join former Baylor standout Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor Women's Basketball, Derek Smith, for all the play-by-play all season long. It's the season opener for Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball this Monday, and it's right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Tech. Next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell all brands of tires, including Toyo, and they have tires for your big trucks, too. The air is always free, but if it keeps leaking out, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185, across from Circle K. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new porky pig tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 718, don't forget if you missed anything on the program today, you can always catch it on our uh, podcast, SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com, our show, John's show, and... uh, and Matt's program, all uh, on a podcast format at SyntexSportsFan.com, so you can check that out. And uh, also, uh, our uh, our way to communicate in this 2022 year is the is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. You can jump in if uh, there's anything that we failed to mention that you think is is sports worthy. We'd love to hear from you, or if you disagree with something we say, we'd love to hear from you. Anything. Uh, we've always said on this program, there is no right or wrong answer. It's just your humble opinion. And we, we sincerely mean that. Uh, the uh, text line, by the way, is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. You can jump on and uh, be a part of the program. All right. Uh, Saturday, Baylor went to uh, went to Norman. They've only won there one time. And two now. Two now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, it, it was, I mean, 
Oklahoma scores right out of the box. Baylor scores. I mean, it was one of those you got to hold serve type of football games. But offensively, man, I really like what uh, what they've done over the last three weeks. They beat some good football teams, and they've done it with the way they they designed this offense: throw when they want to and run the football. I think they kept saying. Something about pound the rock, pound the rock. Well, you know, that's exactly what they did. That offensive line. We All summer long, guys, we talked about, well, this football team will go as far as the defensive front and the offensive front will take them. Well, the offensive front over the last few weeks has really, really stepped up. And they're, they're playing as one, a cohesive unit. You know, you can talk about it all the time. Five guys, five guys, but five have got to play as one if you're going to be effective. And that's exactly what you're getting. And you got running backs that are figuring this thing out and they're headed downhill. Well, that's a lethal combination. You got guys going downhill, falling forward when they get tackled, and an offensive line that is just absolutely winning the line of scrimmage. Well, it it, it, it just looks kind of precision like. I mean, it's it's almost machine like uh with what they're getting done. And and man, it uh well, here's Squirrel. On a touchdown run for the Bears. Shaping under center. Big play here. Third down and two for the Bears from the 11-yard line. Pitch to Squirrel in the backfield. Running left. He's got the corner. He's got the end zone. Touchdown, Squirrel Williams. Squirrel going in from 11. And the Bears score 38 in the football game. And how about Squirrel Williams coming off the injury? Look, Richard Reese, apparently, from what I understand, had a touch of the flu. Played very limited, I think, four, four, four carries in the football game. He did score a touchdown, by the way. But uh, they had to have somebody step up and, oh, okay, squirrel's turn. We keep talking about RB1. I, I'm not sh- I think RB1 is a collective group. I really do. I mean, by, because of sickness, squirrel had to step up, and he, he did the job. My goodness, did he do the job. He, a career-high 192 yards on 25 opportunities uh, and, and just got it done. And, oh, by the way, you're now bowl eligible, and now you just keep adding to your resume as you sit here 6-3 and three with Kansas State, TCU, and Texas still to come. Two of the three at home, by the way. You just won back-to-back road games in this conference. Ward, I don't care who you're playing. You win back-to-back road games, that's big time. It is, and it makes a difference when you can do that and then get some people on your turf where you're rolling pretty good. It it gives you a a little bit of an advantage. Now, look, these next two games are going to be very difficult. Next three games are going to be difficult. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you've got a little momentum built up now. Heck, this league has been difficult. getting, Getting momentum on the road is something you don't always get an opportunity to do. Look, I they interviewed Coach Aranda at halftime. They interviewed Coach Aranda after the game. I, I don't think by any stretch of the imagination that he was happy with how they played on the defensive side of the football. Uh, and, and by the way, I will have an opportunity to sit down one-on-one with Coach Aranda today, and we'll have that for you uh, on the program tomorrow. So just uh, pass that along to you. Uh, here's Coach Aranda talking with uh, John, J.J., and Ricky after the game. It got to the point to where, you know, um, our our answers and just kind of even our base stuff, you know, uh, there was just we were 
in the effort to try to make plays, we're just making more mistakes. And so, I mean, I, I take responsibility for that. And, um, you know, this is too many times that we've been down this road in this season. And we're fortunate that, um, you know, we got, we're able to get a win uh, out of it. And so, you know, uh, thankful for the uh, takeaways, but so much to improve. And, you know, we got to look back at the whole week and just the mindset and the prep and all of it. Just because, you know, we're playing for a whole lot here. And, um, you know, what, what we did to, to today isn't going to cut it. The uh, highlights and the uh, the comments from Coach Aranda, courtesy of the uh, Baylor Radio Network from Learfield, uh, heard right here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and how about that? Uh, he mentioned the takeaways. Three three picks of Dylan Gabriel, who had only thrown one going into the game. Over the last two weeks, eight picks by that secondary. Eight picks by that secondary. And those they had to have those three. I'm not sure they win the game if they don't have those three interceptions. It was, I mean, that that was the the margin of error right there. Without those three picks, I don't believe they win the football game because they could not get off the field. They couldn't. They didn't get a ton of pressure on them. There was only two tackles for loss in the game, and no sacks, or or maybe one sack. I'll have to double check. Yeah, it was one sack for for five yards. Where last week they had five or six, you know sacks but they just didn't didn't pressure the quarterback and Gabriel was able to run the football I mean he he had some some positive yards running the football and guys they just they could not get off the field again 10 of 13 Oklahoma was 10 of 13 on third down and you know what saved Baylor in a lot of cases was their ability to execute their offense on fourth down I think Bader was four of four on fourth down. One time, it's I think it's fourth and three, fourth and four from their own 29 or something like that. And you're like, what in the world? But they were able to execute and get it done because Baylor, Baylor had only converted like three or four third downs. But they were, they were really, really good on fourth down. But Oklahoma, uh, they, they, they converted three, uh, 10 third down opportunities and kept drives alive. We we mentioned Gabriel. He, he he had nine carries for 75 yards. A 70 net. He did have that one sack. So nine carries for a total of 70 yards. But he gained 75. I mean, if you want to look at it that way. And that's from the quarterback position. So, and then you had a running back go over 100 yards. They just, they had a hard time getting off the field. Well, and that's, that's not, let's not say that Baylor had played bad. That's a good offense. And they've been a good offense for most of the season. They've had a couple of games where they haven't shined as well. But when Gabriel's been in the game, they've been good. So I, I don't think it was – I think it was a combination of a, an offense finding its footing and playing really well at home and, and Baylor having a hard time getting off the field on third down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think – I don't think it's all – you don't lay that all at the feet of, oh, well, Baylor's defense played an awful game. I you, Sometimes you just have to tip your hat and – I think you tip your hat to that Oklahoma offense. That's not an awful offense. I, I think their defense is not very good right now. Um, but it's not. It's not the same Oklahoma that that you've seen in the past. But they still they still have some some playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. So I look you you escaped out of Norman 
with the W. That's and right. that's that's great. And could your defense have played better? Maybe. Maybe so. Yeah, probably. Maybe a little bit on third down, certainly. But I don't think you just look at that and go, wow, the defense would just struggled and they were awful because this offense I look this is a pretty good Oklahoma Sooner offense. And at times they've shown that this season and they showed it. And again, they're kind of you know, like that rabid dog you got backed into the corner. They're fighting and scratching, trying to find something positive out of this football season. And, I, I, again, you go up there and get the W. I don't care how you get it. Just get it and get out of town. No, that's There's no question. When you, when you left Friday on this business trip, your objective was to win the football game and then come home. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. Did they do it in the manner in which the coaching staff will be pleased? No, I'm going to tell you right now they didn't. But at the end of the day, you're six and three, you know. And I know that Coach Aranda said it felt like a, it, it felt a lot like the West Virginia game. Well, you found a way to lose that game. You found a way to win this game. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Six and three, bowl eligible, coming home, and you still control your own destiny in this conference. Well, and looking, at, I I can agree with him. Absolutely agree with him. It looked a lot like that, but. This Oklahoma team's a heck of a lot better than this West Virginia team. Well, that's been proven. All right, 729. Uh, more on the Bears coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider will be here to talk uh, Baylor football and, and, uh, and talk some hoops if we get time. We'll do that uh, here in just a couple of minutes. But right now, let's get the Cowboy Report. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Coming up this week, Mike McCarthy's return to Green Bay. Al Harris, a Packer Hall of Fame player who now is coaching our McCarthy staff, tells you how McCarthy has changed as a leader over the years. You'll hear from Al after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys return to work today after their bye week, and they're preparing for a road game in Green Bay against a disappointing Packers team that lost yesterday to the lowly Lions. A storyline this week is head coach Mike McCarthy's return to Lambeau Field for the first time as a Cowboys head coach. Al Harris, the Cowboys defensive backs coach, played for McCarthy in Green Bay. Harris says McCarthy has evolved since he first took over the pack. That was his first time as a head coach, so, you know, come in iron fist, hey. But now um, still has the iron fist, probably not hitting the table as hard. He knows when to push and he knows when to give. He has matured. He's doing a good job. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trucks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. 
Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 with 5,000 down cash trade. ETL extra CD for details. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC an equal housing lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Tom Brady became the first player in NFL history to reach 100,000 career passing yards as he led Tampa Bay to a 16-13 come-from-behind win over the Rams. TCU has moved up to fourth in this week's AP College football poll. Georgia is still on top, followed by Ohio State and Michigan with Tennessee fifth. There's basketball action at the Farrell Center starting at 11 o'clock this morning as the Baylor men host Mississippi Valley State. The Baylor women are in action at 7 o'clock tonight as they entertain Lamar. All three Texas NBA teams are in action tonight. The Mavericks host Brooklyn, the Rockets are in Orlando, and the Spurs entertain Denver. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. All right, 734, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we say top of the morning to Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are we? Good morning, Tommy. I, I was waiting on your call like an hour ago, and, and I was thinking y'all had forgotten about me. You know? I was telling these guys, I said, you know what? I, I thought I was going to you know, feel like we got an extra hour of sleep, which you don't. <laughs> 
three fifty one. You know, I'm waking up going, okay, uh, it's time to get up. No, it's not. Yeah. But you know what? No. You're awake. You're awake. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Just give me the overview. Uh, it just correct me if I'm wrong. I thought the offense was outstanding. I thought they yeah. they they controlled the line of scrimmage. I think they threw when they wanted to, not when they had to. First down, right. smooth the chains, in, in in drives with touchdowns, and, and control the time of possession exactly the way I think Coach Grimes and Coach Aranda has have drawn it up over the last, especially the last three weeks. Yeah. Defensively, I thought they struggled again to get off the field. I don't have to talk, right? You just gave the, the <laughs> summation, right? No, I, I agree with you, Tommy. I, I think the offense uh, really clicked, uh, you know, even with Richard Reese, um, you know, he's bothered by the flu bug and just, you know, wasn't, wasn't able to really go much, uh, you know, had, I think, three or four carries and maybe a couple of catches, but uh, didn't really have much of a factor. But then you've got Squirrel Williams showing up you know, after he had missed the two previous game and, you know, rushes for a career high 192 yards, that's three straight games where your leading rusher is rushed for over 145 yards. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's ball control. That's being able to just, you know, line up, they know you're running and you're able to line up and run. Um, you know, so I thought that part was great. Uh, you know, I don't know that Blake was necessarily at his best, you know, particularly throwing the ball, but um, again, he did what he needed to do. He didn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, he had the one interception, uh, which probably cost him some points. But, you know, other than that, I thought he played really well. <clears throat> and then, like you said, I thought the defense struggled most of the night. Um, you know, uh, did have the three interceptions in the first half. And that's against a guy that had thrown one interception in, in coming into the game in 201 passes. So, you did something that nobody else had been able to do. But, yeah, the run defense in particular really struggled. Uh, they gave up some big plays. Um, you know, so, yeah, it was it was not uh, your vintage defense. I think if the defense that had shown up at Tech had been there in Norman, I think Baylor wins by two or three touchdowns. Uh, first of all, let me tell you, I, I immediately thought about you. Did you know going into the game that, that Richard was not feeling well? Because it goes squirrel, then it went uh, – then it went. Uh, pardon me. Quaylen. Yeah. Right? Then, then it went Jones. Yeah. Then 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 Reese got it out, and I said, "Okay, yeah. RB one what?" <laughs> yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, I, it didn't surprise me when Squirrel got the start. I and mean, no, I did not know Richard Reese was bothered by the flu. It didn't surprise me though that Squirrel got the start because honestly, he was starting early. You know, some earlier in the year, mm -hmm. so I, I wasn't totally surprised by that. And had seen him in practice enough to know. Okay, yeah, I think he's ready to go. So uh, I don't know that I knew he was going to rush for almost 200 yards, and, and actually would have if he hadn't, you know, um, stopped there at the seven yard line, which was a great play. But um, no, I did not know Richard uh, was sick like that. But apparently, it was one that had kind of gone through the uh, team. And I don't know, Tom. Maybe some of the defensive guys were having that flu because uh, that just did not look like the same defense that we saw in Lubbock. Jerry, the progression of this offensive line is is obvious with the running game where it is. What is the difference in this offensive line right now, and and how good can they get? Yeah, Ward. I think part of it was Khalil Keith coming back. Um, you know, he's a sixth year guy that uh, you know he had a back injury or, or you know had some back issues this summer, got that fixed, and and that was why he missed you know the first six or seven games, but. Uh, since he's been back, it's really been a, a different offensive line. Uh, I'm not saying Gavin Byers is not a 
you know, a good right tackle, but Khalil Keith is just better. Um, and that unit is better with him in it. So, um, yeah, I think they've just kind of gotten better and better, and particularly as Khalil is meshed in there with them. Uh, you know, Mascula, uh, he's he's good at left guard. And then you've got some depth there, which, you know, you just haven't had much of that uh, in a long time. So I think that helps too, just having some depth where you can roll guys in there some. But, yeah, to your point, I, I'm not sure how good they can be. I think they can be one of the best in the country, though. I, I just think the way they're playing, uh, you know, and again, you know, violent on that edge and just, um, you know, you're you're making holes for running backs that, you know, they're and a lot of times, and, and Squirrel mentioned this, a lot of times you're in the secondary before you've been hit. So uh, that's a huge deal. And, and when they need it, um, you know, they're able to get at least just enough of a crease. Uh, you know, to make the first down, which I know Tommy was cringing. You cringing. Fourth and short from your own 29 with a lead, and you're going for it. I know that you were cringing, <laughs> but they made it, Tom. They were three for three on fourth down. Ask Texas Tech about that fourth down play. <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, know I was cringing. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 Honestly, and I know that's their MO and all that, but I was really surprised at that point in the game and, you know, in that situation. But you know what? That's just the confidence they have in that offensive line. And, and you know, think about it. You didn't have Tay McWilliams. You didn't, didn't really have Richard Reese. And Squirrel was the one that, you know, went mm-hmm. and got those you know, maybe a little over a yard and, to make the first down. Yep. It was, I mean, huge play. I mean, it, well, it, that was the one where they got the yeah. That was the one where they got a little cushion there. Um, you know, or yeah, that was the one where they got the the their last touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, to make the ten point game and and you know really made them you know not only drive but you know put them in a bad situation where you know now they've got to stop them and and you couldn't stop them there at the end. So yeah, that was a huge play, huge series for Baylor there at the end. I um. At the end of the game, uh, I texted Aaron Sexton, who was producing for us back here, and I said, "I said one more drive, and that's exactly what happened. That was a championship drive, and I think Dave Aranda yeah. described it as uh, our best defense is offense. And, you know, Jerry, we talk about time, and I know it's not a sexy stat, but I think it's right. an incredibly important statistic is time right. of possession. And they've dominated time of possession the last three weeks. And when your offense is on the field and the opponent's isn't, uh, first of all, that's frustrating right. for the opponent, but I mean that sure. it's just it's just a unbelievably positive thing to win that time of possession. And and like you said, it helps your defense too. You know, not that they showed it, but you you get rest for the defense. Your offense is out. You know, and 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 again, that confidence that the offensive line can get when you know, particularly on that last drive, I, I, they did throw the one pass, but other than that, I mean, it was just. You know, hey, line up, and I think in the last two series, including the touchdown, they threw three passes, uh, completed two of those, but that's all they threw in the fourth quarter, and they're able to just line up and run it and run that clock. Uh, when you had it at 4.05, I thought, yeah, and even knowing they had two, for, two timeouts, if you can get just two first downs, you win that game. And, Tom, I'm sitting there, I think it was third and three or something like that when – when squirrel broke loose and I'm already thinking, so what if they don't get, you know, a yard or two yards, are you going to go for it? And on fourth and one, you know, just in, and then, and you know what? They would have. <laughs> yeah, they would have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
What does it say about Blake Shapin, the way that he's been able to navigate this offense over the last three weeks and, and being able to lead a team that's that's kind of flipped the M.O. And, and is a running team and the offensive line's dominating the line of scrimmage, but when he needs to make a play, he's able to do it. That sign of leadership that he's showing right now, what does that show to you? I think it shows a maturity that you wouldn't normally see in you know, a, a sophomore basically – I mean, he's he's not much over a freshman when you think about how many starts he's had and stuff. So, yeah, I think Blake has shown a real maturity. And, and you know, I think he recognizes, you know what, when we run the ball like that, um, you know, that's that's how you're going to win games. So uh, I think he's okay with that, you know. And, and like you said, when he needs to at critical moments, he's able to step up, you know, and make a pass. I think it was in the uh, – maybe in the touchdown drive or – well, you know, in the, in the last drive there, he was able to complete a pass, maybe on third down to Hal Presley, um, you know, to keep the chains moving. So the times when he needed to, you know, other than the one interception, the times when he needed to, he made those throws. And and we haven't talked about him yet, but I thought Josh Cameron, um, redshirt freshman receiver, I thought he played amazing. He made some amazing catches, uh, including one, I believe it was on the, the touchdown drive, uh, you know, where it was like, it was like one of those fingertip deals where you could almost see him not making that catch, but he did. And he did one on the early drive too, the the first touchdown drive where it looked like the ball may have been out of his grasp, but he made a great catch. So I thought Josh Cameron really stepped up on a day when I believe Gavin Holmes and Monterey Baldwin had one target each uh, between them. So yeah, I thought, I thought Josh really stepped up. And I don't want, before we get out here, I don't want to forget about uh, special teams. You get a 49 yeah. yard field goal. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it, it looked automatic because the mechanics were so perfect, but that's right. anything but automatic. And that's really just probably on the, I mean, that's his range. You know, he's, I asked him, I guess it was about the 51 yarder against TCU a few years, you know, a couple of years ago. I think that was, you know, right at, right at or maybe even just outside of his range, and that's probably about what he's got. You know, um, John Mayers is not a guy that's going to boom a 60-yarder or something or or even from 45 or 50. He's not going to hit it through where, you know, it's, oh, well, that one looks good from 55. No, that's, that's pretty much the end of his range. But, man, a big kick again, uh, and you got to feel good for that guy. I mean, he's six for six on field goals since he came back, and, and you know, he has the – career field goal percentage record now 80 percent now um you know which is really good for a college kicker so um yeah kudos to that guy because you know he just kind of hung in there stayed stayed around and you know is now taking advantage of the opportunities getting final thought on football uh you, you mentioned the way this defense played against tech and the way they played against oklahoma and i and i've i heard i guess a couple of quotes that you know kind of felt like west virginia a little bit Jerry, why why are they able to? I mean, it's like they turn it on, turn it off. I, I you know, what right. are you seeing? I mean, are you seeing anything? I, you know, like you said, I think there were some missed tackles in this one that you didn't see in Tech, and and that was you know the big bugaboo at West Virginia was just a lot of missed tackles. You know, I specifically asked that to uh, Dylan Doyle. You know, why were they able to you know gash you in the running game when nobody's been able to do that and he really didn't have an answer it was like you know I'll, I'll have to look at film because uh, I'm sure it was frustrating for them too because mm-hmm. that just that hasn't been what they've done particularly in the running game you know they've given up some big pass plays and this and that that secondary is you know has, has been rough at times 
but they haven't let anybody run the ball on them like like uh, Oklahoma did. So that's a concern. And, you know, hopefully and maybe it was Oklahoma doing some stuff that, you know, either they hadn't seen or weren't expecting. I don't know. But it was not, you know, like I said, it was not a vintage defense. And they've got to be better these these next three weeks to, you know, to have a chance. Hey, I forgot to mention, uh, did you know basketball was starting today? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> You're you're talking silly. It's November seventh. There's not bad. No, they do. Uh, you know the men uh, open uh, this morning at eleven against Mississippi Valley State, and then the women uh, play tonight against Lamar. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get going with basketball. Why not? I mean, they're both ranked top twenty. The men are fifth. The women, I believe, are eighteenth. So uh, yeah, it'll be fun time. Be a full day in the Ferrell Center. Uh, make sure if you're coming as a fan, make sure you bring your earplugs. I gotta, I gotta figure out something because there's six thousand screaming kids in there, you know, and I don't want to be the don't, you know, get off my lawn guy. But man, it is gonna be loud in there this morning. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what, uh, what do you got uh, in the insider for us? Yeah, we've got two, uh, two more Hall of Fame features coming up with uh, Robert Griffin the third and and Colonel uh, Wilbur Mahaffey, the Wall of Honor, one of the Wall of Honor guys, former, uh, you know, Air Force pilot, uh, you know, flew several combat missions uh, he died a few years ago but he's being uh, put into the wall of honor so those are our last two in the series and uh, working on a magazine right now i've got a feature on the mcgee sisters from volleyball uh, as well as uh, basketball feature on the two preseason uh, freshmen of the year um, so it'll be uh, that one will be late november early december in your mailboxes that's uh, outstanding stuff hey jerry we appreciate it thanks so much we'll see you a little later today Thanks, guy. I've got break. I've got lunch. This are you morning. buying? Um, wow, that's I'm boy. You're too kind. You are too kind. That's, that's <laughs> how much I feel, you know, how much I feel about you, boy. That's a warm and fuzzy. I'm just telling you right now. Hey, I'm, Jerry, I'm telling you, I feel good right now. You see do. You good stuff. All right, we'll see you later, <laughs> Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider. Seven forty nine coming up next. We're going to dive into some high school football. We'll do that next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. That is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the Oklahoma Sooners. Football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When J-Mo saw that it was on ESPN+, Plus, he got very excited because that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more listening. <laughs> You're exactly <Way> right. <laughs> that's right. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. 
Hey, sports fans. Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas and tossed wings and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 12th, and Sunday, November 13th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, November 12th, 9 to 5, and November 13th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Tom Brady became the first player in NFL history to reach 100,000 career passing yards as he led Tampa Bay to a 16-13 come-from-behind win over the Rams. TCU has moved up to fourth in this week's AP College football poll. Georgia is still on top, followed by Ohio State and Michigan with Tennessee fifth. There's basketball action at the Farrell Center starting at 11 o'clock this morning as the Baylor men host Mississippi Valley State. The Baylor women are in action at 7 o'clock tonight as they entertain Lamar. All three Texas NBA teams are in action tonight. The Mavericks host Brooklyn, the Rockets are in Orlando, and the Spurs entertain Denver. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. All right, 7.54, this is game time. Coming up in a couple of minutes, John Morris will have today's Baylor Sports Beat program. Also, uh, just around the corner, we'll talk some high school football with you. But right now, let's continue our college football conversation. Uh, let's begin with SMU and Houston. Did anybody happen to – did anybody catch the score in that game? 77-63. I know. <laughs> Crazy. Are you kidding me? If you're a traditionalist and you like – Good offense, good defense, good special teams. You probably weren't too excited about that game. That was like a video game, wasn't it? I mean, That's it, ridiculous. It, it, Mordecai went nuts. Uh, he was he was tremendous in that football game. What did you say? He accounted for 10 touchdowns? 10. I mean, just, just nuts. 
Unbelievable. That's that's silly. A, a, a gazillion records were set in that game. And, I mean, just what, where's Houston getting ready as they get ready to come into the Big 12 Conference? I, I don't know. They're not very good. Not yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I I know they're look, they're five and four, but they're not they're not Big Twelve level. I agree. I mean, you gave up what sixty three or whatever or seventy seven or whatever in the heck it was. Holy gave up three hundred and seventy nine yards passing and two hundred and sixty three yards rushing. Look at the halftime score. Look at the halftime score. It was ridiculous. It, there was a game full of stats and scores at halftime. I mean, if someone would have said, here's the score, you would have thought that was a final. <laughs> but it was it was that kind of game. It was literally that kind of game. Uh, any surprises when it comes to Tennessee and Georgia? Yeah, I was I was real surprised. Georgia would not let Tennessee have have explosives. They had no explosives in the game. No, I I I went into that game thinking Georgia was going to win it. I didn't think they were going to dominate it the way and they, they did. did. They did. They dominated the mm-hmm. football game. Because Tennessee was scoring, what, like 50 points per game, and they were held to 13. I mean, that's an incredible job by that Georgia defense. And how about Brian Kelly's decision to go for two? Well, and just is, like is we that, were talking about during the break, that's a guy that looks at a game and knows what's going on and what his team is capable of and feeding off that crowd and feeding off the momentum you have Bingo. and just saying, hey, here we go. Let's keep it rolling. Right. And, and it may have been, you know what, I don't think we can get in a, a shootout with these guys and win it. But, you know, they do have the Heisman Trophy winner from a year ago quarterback in their team, although he didn't play very well. No, he didn't. Uh, for his standards, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, good stuff. So, LSU's a winner. Where does that put, and I was just looking at the C&C Collision Center text line, where does that put, uh, you know, Alabama and Tennessee as far as the playoff picture is concerned? What will the committee do? They better be on the outside looking in. TCU better be in that number four position. Or or, or this, this first of all, this to me. Better be? Yeah. Well, better be? Yeah. There's no credibility if you don't. None. And, and not that they have a ton, in my opinion, anyway. There you go. I'm not a big fan of that. You know, I, I don't think they do it right. Never have, but if you don't have TCU at least at least four, Clemson lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is Clemson? Yeah, the a fraud? house is crumbling on the committee right now. Yeah, is is Clemson a fraud? No, they're not a fraud. But I mean, they got beat soundly by Notre Dame, mm-hmm. who I wouldn't exactly call a national championship contender. But with that said, TCU better be number four. The, the Big Twelve better receive. It's it's fair shake in this situation, and, and they it they better prob- they probably will this week. Yeah, but is that how it's going to end? Well, of course not. Okay, because thank you. you have the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They've got all all you know for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. You know for this thing to to shake out, yeah. they can they can hang them there for right now. For right now, and then it will be your body of work. That's mm-hmm. boy. How many times have you ever heard that? All yeah. right. Uh, let's see. Top twenty-five. Uh, any major movement in the top twenty-five, guys? Georgia stays uh, completely at number one now, with Tennessee falling down to number five after that loss. That's three spots down. Ohio State at number two, Michigan at three, TCU up four spots to number four in the country. Tennessee right behind them. Imagine that at number five. Oregon at six. 
LSU goes up eight spots after that win over Alabama to number seven. USC up a spot at number eight. UCLA up a spot as well to nine. Alabama drops four spots to ten. First time in a long time they've been all the way down to number ten. They're now seven and two. Ole Miss uh, also sitting at number 11. That's a neutral move for them. Clemson drops seven spots all the way down to number 12 in the country. Utah at 13, down a spot. Penn State, they come up in the polls after their win at number 14. North Carolina up two spots at 15. Uh, Tulane up three spots. The Green Wave at number uh, 16 in the country. NC State, they also climb four spots at 17. Here come the Texas Longhorns back in the top 25 at number 18 after their win over Kansas State. Liberty at four spots to number 19, highest ranking for them. Also, Notre Dame, previously not ranked, now at number 20 after their win over Clemson. Illinois at 21. They dropped seven spots after losing. UCF up three spots to 22. K-State drops 10 slots after Mm -hmm. losing to Texas. They're down to 23. Washington jumps into the top 25 after their win. They're 7-2 on the year. And Florida State back in the top 25 at number 25 now. There you go. Uh, college football playoff poll will be released tomorrow night at 6 o'clock with the, what do you call it, the made-for-television made program? Made-for-television event. Yeah, there you go. So that'll This be whole t- thing's made-for-television. There's no doubt about it. Six, uh, let's see, 7.59, and uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, and brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the Emory family. Boy, they, and they're just great people. Uh, you, you, you need them, you need them to help you with something. They're, they're there for you. I mean, I look up and they're sponsoring McLennan activities. They're, they're going to be on the Mark broadcast with us and just all kinds. I mean, they're just people giving back to the community because that's, that's what they do. They serve the community with great products and service and they give back to the community. I mean, that's, that's what, that's what hometown local businesses do and uh, it's just kind of cool to see see it in action same family owned and operated business since 1943 that's four generations unbelievable uh pioneer steel and pipe built their reputation one customer at a time they've got a great selection of metal buildings residential metal roofing hay and equipment barns garage and carport covers uh, and much, much more. Don't forget, if you're building a barn dominium or a metal building, they can help you with the contractor as well. They uh, they are in the process of getting that new facility completed over at uh, on Loop 340 next to Busby's Feed. As soon as that baby's open, we will let you know. But right now, they still do business to, at, uh, at, in Bryan and also at 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane. And don't forget, they do deliver and they do unload. And you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5 and a half a day on Saturday from 8 until noon. It's Pioneer Steel and Pipe. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's here with Jack of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football wins on the road over Oklahoma. We'll give you details. Volleyball sweeps Kansas in the Farrell Center. And Baylor basketball season begins today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Grandma! 
Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Baylor basketball returns November 7th here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks like the new 2022 Ram trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels in Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football ran their record to 6-3 and three on the season. Now 4-2 and two in Big 12 Conference play with a 38-35 win over the Oklahoma Sooners Saturday in Norman. Craig Squirrel Williams led the way offensively. 25 carries for 192 yards and two touchdowns. Dylan Doyle had 15 tackles leading the defense. All in all, a great win on the road, says head coach Dave Aranda. Yeah, it's one of those games we're just trying to get to, to 17, you know, up uh, 17, just feeling like that could be enough to kind of pull away. In a lot of ways, I think you know, on the on the sideline and in the in the huddles there, brought up the West Virginia game. It felt like that a lot. You know, and so um, you can see the look in guys' eyes and, and just the, you know, where we're at, what needs to be done, and just kind of the lessons learned. And, you know, I thought the effort down the stretch uh, was a, was reflective of that. So, you know, uh, we'll see. we got to keep getting better. There's, it's great to get a win when uh, there's a whole bunch of things that you got to improve on. Dave Aranda and the Bears coming off the win over Oklahoma, now home this Saturday, hosting Kansas State. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff Saturday at McLean Stadium for the Bears and the Wildcats. Also from the weekend, Baylor Volleyball, number 11 in the nation, a 3-0 sweep of Kansas Saturday afternoon in the Farrell Center. The Farrell Center will be hopping today as Baylor men's and women's basketball both open the new season at home. The men hosting Mississippi Valley State this morning at 11 a.m. The broadcast beginning at 1030 right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Then Nikki Collin and the Baylor women opening at home tonight against Lamar. 6.30 airtime, 7 o'clock tip-off. For the Bears and the Cardinals this evening, also here on ESPN Central Texas, television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. Honey, do you have your headphones on? Yeah. Good. I'm going to turn the dryer on. Are your appliances slacking on the job? Call Mr. Appliance today and put them back to work. We know the neighborhood, so our vehicles are always fully stocked with the most commonly needed parts in the area. And if we don't have a part, we'll order it for you on the spot. Visit MrAppliance.com today and schedule an appointment online. 
Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family, whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties. Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, 807, welcome back into game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. We'll get into some high school conversation in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's go to the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. We'll start uh, with the 903. It will be interesting to see. We, I think we covered that one, haven't we, the Tennessee-Alabama thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've talked about that. I, they, better be, they better not be ahead of either one of them ahead of TCU, in my opinion. Alabama's got two losses for Pete's sake, and – Probably should have one or two more. I think they're, they're not very good. I think Alabama has played their way out of the conversation. They better have, other than they're Alabama. And you know, you've talked about it a million times. Uh, let's see. From the two five four, here's a couple of other ones. Do y'all believe Baylor will make it to the Big Twelve Championship? I think they have a good chance. I believe they can beat Kansas State, TCU, and Texas. The only road game is Texas, and I think they have a good chance. Uh, it's going to be hard. I mean, let's just be honest. TCU's playing good football. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they're nine and zero, and they're nine and zero for a reason. And you've got you've got three really challenging football games they, ahead. These of you. are going to be the toughest part of the schedule. Yeah, this I is mean, the meat and potatoes right here. Uh, and look, let's be honest. Well, we'll see. But it, it begin. I, I like the. I think a lot of it clears out a little bit this week. You got the top four teams playing each other you got texas hosting tcu Mm -hmm. and you got baylor entertaining kansas state the one the one i can't figure out right now is texas uh they played really really well for for about two and a half quarters or whatever the case may why do they build a dominant lead and then all of a sudden it just they go sideways and then here comes the opponent they're just not charging consistent. right back into it. They can't finish. No, they're not consistent. They're not finishing. But, you know, and if they do that against the Frogs, the Frogs are used to coming from behind. May, TCU's done it several times this year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And there's the Gary Patterson, you know. Is that even a, a piece of this thing? I, I think it's interesting conversation for sports talk radio. But when it gets right down to it, it's going to be a huge piece of the conversation this week. But is it actually a part of the game? I think, you know, the mentally part of it, yeah, there's going to be some of it. He knows that TCU team as good as anybody else. That gives He knows gives the personnel. A, yeah, gives him a little bit of an edge. Um, and, you know, so I, I does it – is he the contributing factor on winning and losing this game? No, absolutely not. But, I mean – it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch the the chess matches go on all week long and and the banter that goes on all week long because of Gary Patterson being asked to exit stage right at TCU and land in Austin. Yeah, 
Uh, Corey, you know, I think I just I, I'm pulling up Corey's uh, text to us on the CNC Collision Center text line. I think I, I just said what Corey was thinking. Uh, Bama is guys is Bama really the Bama of old? No, uh, I think Bama's ranked too high this year. Yes, they should have four losses. Yes, I believe they lose to UT with uh, if viewers doesn't go down. Yes, I mean we've talked about that in this room a million times. Uh, this isn't the same Bama team. Yes, I agree with everything you just said. I mean, you're you're 100% correct. It, it, look, good football teams don't have 17 penalties. Good football teams don't come back a week or two later and have 15 penalties, or whatever the case was. I don't know the exact number. But they had, they had like 17 against Texas. And again, if Texas has their starting quarterback stay in the game in Austin, they win the football game. But they didn't. So... Uh, and a grumpy old fan says Alabama's record doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is if the college football playoff committee cashes that check. Uh, I don't think they can right now, grumpy. Uh, they can't. Can they leave them in the top ten? Maybe. Maybe. Because it is Alabama. <laughs> I mean, come on. We've said that a million times, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, but surely – the conversation for Alabama and national championship playoff is done. It's done. Put a fork in in that football team. They're done. And I think it's good, quite frankly, for college football that you don't have the same three or four or five teams year in and year out. That's what makes mm-hmm. – that's another reason why you the 12-team, hopefully one day 16, uh, becomes an interesting piece because you have different names and on the jersey – than those same four or five teams. I mean, you're going to have the same teams more than likely be consistent playing for the top spots. Right. But, I mean, make it make it fun going up to those. Yeah. You know? And do the, you know, and, and, and then you're going to have some upsets. It's going to happen. Bingo. They all start zero to zero, so you never know. You never know. Uh, all right, 8-13, let's get to our high school football picks. So last week, uh, starting with the first game, Belton at University, that game was unbelievable, guys. A two-hour rain delay. <laughs> Belton wins on a last-second field goal, 31-29. Hey, um, let me just say this. You had a two-hour rain delay at home. I had a two-hour rain delay on the road. <laughs> so go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't have a rain delay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was thinking about you. What but, was I ever? <laughs> but So, yes, Belton took that one on the road to claim their first district championship in 13 years. Copper's Cove at Temple. Temple took that one at home. Uh, Waco lost to Colleen on the road at Leo Buckley. Any, mm-hmm. po- any points from that game, Tom? No, move on. Stephenville at La Vega. Stephenville, coming off two straight losses, finally gets another win to close out the season. In Bellmead against the Pirates. Lake Belton got the win against Colleen Ellison to secure that fourth playoff spot out of that same district. Uh, the same Waco district. Uh, Wortham got a win in a shootout against Dawson, 48-40. to Riesel took care of Bosqueville at home. Teague got the win against Fairfield to secure the number two playoff seat out of District 8 and 3A Division One. Shelton took care of Milano at home, and then Harker Heights defeated Bryan at home as well. So the results, Tom, you went 7-3 and three last week. Ward and I went 9-1, and one, and then Aaron went 10-0. and 0. Fraud. Mm-hmm. Fraud. Cheater. He's a fraud. So he's oh, up here doing the scoreboard show on Friday night. Of course he went 10-0. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So oh, what are you laughing at? You cheated too? No, I didn't. I'm in last place. <laughs> I'm in third second to last. 
overall, you guys You're are actually, first loser. I'm second loser. <laughs> you you guys are tied at 75 oh! and 35 overall. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, go figure. That <laughs> Aaron's 79 and 31, and I'm 85 and 25. Well, sure you are. To close out the regular season. All right, there you go. Hey, now here's what we have for you, uh, boy. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna need to write this down because it's gonna be wacky. Thir- we begin our coverage Thursday night with West and uh, Mahia, right? Yeah. Yes. West and Mahia, that'll be the Thursday night over at uh, Waco. What? Stop doing that. Over at Waco ISD Stadium, and we'll have the broadcast on Shooter 92.9 FM. Mm-hmm. That'll be Thursday night. On Friday night, let's just go down the hall. We'll start at the very end. On Cool 101.3, we'll have University and Austin McCallum, and that will be from House Park. Oh, I love that old stadium. House Park at Austin, Texas, 7.30 kickoff, 7 o'clock broadcast. Uh, then here on ESPN, we'll have Baylor basketball uh, on Shooter. Uh, I'm sorry, on Star 104.9, we'll have Crawford. And I believe they're playing Kearns. And that will be at Midway at uh, Panther Stadium in Hewitt, 7 o'clock broadcast, 7.30 kick. Then on Fox, Sports Central Texas, we'll have Temple and Waxahachie. And I believe that's a 7 o'clock broadcast, 7.30 kick. And moving on down the aisle, we'll uh, at Shooter, 92.9. They won't have anything on Friday. They had their game on Thursday. Then across the hall over at Kicker, that's 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. It'll be the Mark Panthers and Lyndon Kildare. So the, the, and that's a 7 o'clock broadcast with a 7.30 kick. No, that's a 6.30 broadcast with a 7 o'clock kick. I'm telling you, there's a lot of moving parts uh, for you uh, coming up uh, this weekend as we get to our high school football coverage, extended high school football coverage across the family of radio stations here. So uh, there you go. All right, 8-16, 16 after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're uh, Brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 1810 Herring, the best burger in town. Great seasoning on those burgers. Cooked right there in front of you on the flat top grill. And again, they're not going to cook it until you order it. Uh, it's when you, when you place the order, that's when the burger goes on the grill. So you have a fresh hamburger with fresh ingredients such as grilled onions, onions, jalapenos, lettuce, tomato, uh, whatever you want on it. I mean, occasionally... Don't tell my doctor, but occasionally I'll slide a piece of bacon or three on that burger. Uh, they also have chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches, Philly cheese steak sandwiches, and then all the uh, all the fun stuff that go with it. You can have chips, or you can have, uh, or you can have uh, fries, curly fries, whatever you want. You can have it there at Double uh, R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at eighteen ten Herring. Uh, check them out for lunch today. You're going to be glad you did. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday and hear from volleyball head coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda, live from Rudy's. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Say hello to the easiest everyday accessory, permanent fine jewelry at DMRA Fine Jewelers. We offer a wide selection of permanent fine jewelry that your DMRA experts custom fit and micro weld closed, creating a seamless permanent bracelet, necklace, ring, or anklet. Great for promise rings, friendship bracelets, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, or simply to treat yourself. Book your permanent fine jewelry appointment or private event now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Richard Carr has the trucks you want on the lot today. GMC and Buick offer the best SUV lineup to meet every demand. We have dozens on the lot ready to drive. Well-qualified buyers get 3.9% for 72 months on all GMC and Buick SUVs in stock. New Sierra trucks are ready to drive at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get 3.9% financing plus a $2,500 loyalty rebate for current GMC or Buick owners. Get here now or log on now and drive your new GMC or Buick today. See dealer for details. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospital hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
Tom Brady became the first player in NFL history to reach 100,000 career passing yards as he led Tampa Bay to a 16-13 come-from-behind win over the Rams. TCU has moved up to fourth in this week's AP College football poll. Georgia is still on top, followed by Ohio State and Michigan with Tennessee fifth. There's basketball action at the Farrell Center starting at 11 o'clock this morning as the Baylor men host Mississippi Valley State. The Baylor women are in action at 7 o'clock tonight as they entertain Lamar. All three Texas NBA teams are in action tonight. The Mavericks host Brooklyn, the Rockets are in Orlando, and the Spurs entertain Denver. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. It's 8:23. Welcome back in. This is game time. Tom Ward and Ryan and it, Ward. You asked an interesting question during the break, and I, I concur. <laughs> why? Why don't we roll tape? Listening to Stephanie just conversate about her weekend. I don't know, but we need to start. How do what? What does a rooster say? By the way, cock a doodle do. No, no, no. What did you that say is originally? Not what you said. What did you what, say? Uh, well, I first said cuckoo. That's <laughs> like a dove, I think. Oh, so a dove says cuckoo. Something sounds like that. And then we went to Old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> and you said something about the CIA? No, you said oh. CIA. I don't know what a CIA All right. is. What do you got what do you got for us this morning? Well, how about those Astros? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's huh? awesome. So we missed the boat on this because I didn't realize this was out there until yesterday. But there is a thing called nine 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 challenge. Do you know what that is? No. You eat, you have to eat nine hot dogs, drink nine beers in nine innings. So a hot dog and a beer an inning. Okay. Here are the rules. Eight of the nine hot dogs must have a condiment on it. So like mustard or ketchup. You cannot fall asleep. <laughs> Probably be a good idea if you're trying to eat and drink. At <laughs> fourth inning, you're snoring. That's going to be kind well, of a I problem. I mean, think about it. You're in the sixth inning, and you've had six beers and six hot dogs. You're ready to fall asleep. And all that sodium and all those carbohydrates. No, that's man. called passed out if you have six <laughs> beers and six innings. I don't know. So, okay, then you have to you have to drink the entire beer and consume the entire hot dog. If you don't, you don't get like half a point. You just, you have to finish it. Mm. Um, and then it's over with the final out of the final inning. And if you puke, you're disqualified. Can you imagine, though? We should have done it. Nine hot dogs and nine beers. No way. I'd be so sick. You'd have to yeah. take me to the hospital. Yeah, you can do it in nine innings or less. You don't have to do it per inning. I don't even think I could do so, like, if you if you wanted to get off to a hot start, you could like slam mm-hmm. three down in the yeah, yeah. But why would in you the do... first inning? Oh, mm-hmm. you're you're talking miserable. about pacing yourself. Well, that's a good strategy. Yeah, the nine 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 challenge doesn't have to be per in one per inning. Is there you... like a league for this? No, I think it's just like a challenge. Ah, so maybe we could like apply it to like football, like the Super Bowl or something. Four and yeah, how could you do that? No, let me think about it. There's four quarters in a game. I think I could eat four hot dogs and how about drink four, four beers hot yeah. dogs? Four hot dogs, four beers in the first quarter, 
four hot dogs, four beers in the second quarter, like four and four. Because there's four quarters, so four and four. Four that, a quarter. That's 16 hot dogs and 16 <laughs> beers. I'm not saying that. Yeah, that's not I'll happening. be the loser. Yeah. I'll be the loser. Again, that's not called falling asleep. That's called passing out. <laughs> well, I just think it was kind of cool. And hey, if you're living in Houston right now. Yeah. And you're in like elementary school or high school, they've canceled all classes today. Oh. Is there a parade today? Yes. How yeah, about the that? parades today. So, well, there you go. No one has to go to school. You just have to go to the parade. I want to be the furniture guy. No, yeah. right? Yeah. What is it, like 75 million? Oh, my gosh. How about that? Do you know how many cows and chickens I could get with that? And roosters oh. that go caca? I mean, caca. Yeah. <laughs> you buy those about 105 miles or more from here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 827. Really? Huh? What do you mean? I'm stunned. You don't know? Really? Anyways, <sighs> happy Monday. Go sell something. Okay. All right. That's uh, Stephanie from Sales. 827. John Morris is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there, and that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 12th, and Sunday, November 13th at DeBell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, November 12th, 9 to 5, and November 13th from 10 to 4 at DeBell County Expo Center. Next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell all brands of tires, including Toyo, and they have tires for your big trucks, too. The air is always free, but if it keeps leaking out, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185, across from Circle K. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. The Mart Panther Club proudly supports all Mart High School students in all sports by raising money to ensure that student athletes have the equipment and tools needed to compete at the highest level. Ask how you can get involved with the Mart Panther Club. The Mart Panther Club wishes the best of luck to the eight-time state champion Mart Panther football team in their quest for another state title. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. 
It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks, like the new 2022 Ram trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels and Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. 8.32, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We're presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we welcome into the program. You hear him every day at 3 o'clock. He is the voice of the Bears, John Morris. John, good morning. And uh, we appreciate you being with us this morning. Glad to have you on the morning show. Absolutely. I listen to you guys in the morning, so it's fun to be on with you today. Uh, let's start with the football. Let's let's go there first. What was your overall impression? I, I Again, we've been talking a lot this morning and just how complete the offense was with that offensive line and, and them doing their thing and, and controlling the, the line of scrimmage and time of possession and all those all those neat stats. Yeah, I agree with you about the offense. Uh, hard to find fault with any of that. You could tell early on that this game was going to be a shootout. You know, it wasn't going to be a 10-7 game. But, uh, I mean, they was, was it 14-14 at the end of the first quarter? Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a lot of points early in that game. Uh, but credit to Dylan Gabriel and Eric Gray and that Oklahoma offense. And, you know, Jeff Levy is their offensive coordinator, and they run that fast pace. And Baylor knew that. I mean, they were prepared. But, boy, they were just very effective. And I didn't think our defensive line got as much of a push uh, this week as they did the week before against Texas Tech. Now, two different opponents, obviously. But, uh, man, you could tell that the offense was going to have to score to give Baylor a chance, and they did. I thought Blake Shapen played really well. And how about Squirrel Williams, his first game back in three weeks? And, uh, you know, Richard Reese not able to go much at all on Saturday. And Squirrel stepped up, and he was a big, big part of that win. When you look at this offensive line and how it's progressed each and every week, is it getting better each and every week? And how far can this offensive line go? 
Yeah, Ward, I think it is. Uh, and I think it's fun to watch. And, uh, you know, at the first of the year, all those guys were back except one. So I think everybody thought they would step right in or step, you know, first game of the season and be as good as they were at the end of last season. And it just wasn't the case. And they have gotten better. And that's, to me, a sign of those guys working hard. It's a sign of really good coaching to know what they need to work on and get better at. And a big part of Baylor's success has been the improvement uh, and consistently good play of the offensive line because that's, that's a real key in the wide zone offense. I mean, it all starts with that line. John, one of the questions we all had going into the game was who was going to be RB1? I mean, you you had clearly a guy last year that was the guy. Uh, This year, it's been several guys, but they're all incredibly talented players. And that's got to be a comfort to to that offensive staff to know that, oh, look, Richard Reese is under under the weather. Let's just go with with Squirrel and or or let's go with Quail. I mean, whatever we need to do. And and Tay's still not back. I mean, you've you've got depth at that running back position. Yeah, and Tay was the starter week one. Remember that? And, And really hadn't played, hadn't been able to play since then. So these other guys have stepped up when their number's been called and uh, no more so than Squirrel on Saturday. Again, he hadn't played in three weeks and and Richard was out under the weather. And uh, so some one of those two really, either um, Quaylen Jones or Squirrel, you know, had to carry the load and man, he did it. And how about that last play, or not not the last play, but the play when he's running mm-hmm. for a touchdown in the fourth quarter. How smart is that? Gosh, that is just such a heads up play and well-coached, uh, you know, they call it no moss. And uh, when they get to a point where you, all you need to do is keep the ball and run the clock, they all are no moss. And that means don't score necessarily, just keep possession of the ball. And, and he did that to perfection. When you look at, excuse me, what Blake Shapin has been able to do, John, and the unselfishness that he has to run this offense, is that the sign of, of maturity and, and, and really – in just a few games under his belt, the maturity that he has. Yeah, I agree. I I think it is. I think he does what the coaches ask him and want him to do. Uh, You know, and part of that, uh, he had to work through those turnovers early in the season, you know, about half the season. He had some really key, crucial turnovers. But look at how he's worked on that. He did throw one interception on Saturday. But other than that, he has really improved in that category. And he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to do too much. He doesn't, uh, you know, put more, and the coaches don't put more weight on his shoulders than needs to be. You know, quarterback is obviously very crucial for your offensive success, but he doesn't have to be the whole offense. So I think he has done a really good job of that. Remember, he's, you know, his first year as the main starter for Baylor, and uh, he has done really, really well. He's got the respect of his teammates. He's got command of the huddle when they huddle. And uh, he just is, is everything I think you wanted him to be as your starting quarterback. You look at your last four football games, and, and uh, you know, that's kind of the down-the-stretch-they-come type of deal. You start with a road win at Oklahoma. Uh, you've got some challenges ahead of you with Kansas State, TCU, and Texas. But uh, this Bears football team goes into these last four games controlling their own destiny, and I guess that's all you can ask for. Yeah, isn't that amazing? From one and two start in mm-hmm. conference play, and most people had, I think, written off Baylor 
yeah, okay, you know, they had a great year last year. They're not going to repeat. Let's look at these other schools. Uh, but from one and two to now four and two in conference with three straight wins. And, you know, these key games coming up in November, as you mentioned, uh, and all the teams right around Baylor, TCU's ahead of the Bears, but then tied with K-State and Texas. Well, that's their next three games. TCU, not in that order. Kansas State, TCU, and Texas in that order are their last three games. So they really do control their own destiny. And uh, that is fun to have meaningful games in the month of November, and that's where this team has gotten themselves to. And I think it's going to be really rocking at McLean Stadium this Saturday and next Saturday. John, what's the biggest improvement for this football team thus far? Um, good question. I think there's been a lot of areas that have improved. You know, the offensive line play has gotten better. Um, you know, the Tech game, the defensive front was really good, putting pressure on the Tech quarterbacks, uh, not so much this week, but those guys overall have gotten better. I think the secondary has really grown into what you need them to be. You know, Baylor had had four interceptions the first seven games this year, and they've had eight interceptions the last two games. Now, that's a large part due to the play of the secondary, but a large part due to the uh, pressure up front also. So that's that's kind of a total defensive team stat there. But I think it shows how they have improved, and, and being plus in takeaways is huge. Um, so those those are some things that I think of. And then the, just the running backs, when you like Tom said, you don't know going into the year who is going to be your main running back or main two running backs. But at times, all of those guys have come through and really produced. John, let's uh, change gears and, and let's talk some basketball. Uh, ready or not, here we go today with uh, with the Bears and uh, the Baylor women getting started. Uh, start with the Baylor men and, and the excitement level that's around this program right now. Well, never before has Baylor been picked to win the Big 12 in the preseason poll, but that that's the case this year. So high expectations for this team, number five in the uh, AP preseason poll. And I think deservedly so. I mean, I think these guys deserve that. And it's going to be fun to watch, especially these early season games, you know, how, uh, how Coach Drew works the rotation with so many guys available, so many guards. I mean, you could, play, you could play three guards in the lineup and you could sub all three out and bring in three more and not drop a beat, you know? <laughs> I, think, I think six deep, the guard position is really, really good for this team. And, you know, and just the newcomers uh, coming in uh, for Baylor and how they fit in, Jalen Bridges, and Loner, and all of these guys, uh, it's going to be fun to see how they mix together. And that's what the early season games are for, you know, to figure out your rotations, to figure out minutes. And uh, it all starts this morning, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and that will be kind of the early season challenges, won't it? Uh, to, to how you blend the, the returners with, with the newcomers to the, to the program and, and find – those chemistries that that work best in those rotations yeah it is you know and it's you know rotations are figuring out minutes for guys but also figuring out combinations of who plays best together so a lot of time you know you can do a lot of that in practice but there's a lot of that that you can't really do completely under the light except under the lights under game conditions so we'll start figuring that out and bears got a lot of games coming up in november to figure that out and some big games coming up in non-conference as well. Uh, and I'm going to make you play doctor here. Uh, <laughs> do we know the status? And I know our listeners want to know, do we know the status of Jonathan Chamwa Chachua? Uh, only that every time I go over to the Farrell Center, 
that dude is working out. Really? You know, every time. I mean, every time. And I'm not exaggerating there. If there's, it, it was a significant knee injury, mm-hmm. and like he did about everything bad you could do to his knee, and it is just a long process to come back. I don't think they put a timetable on it because Jonathan is such a unique individual that he would bust through any timetable you'd put, and so we really don't know. He is working hard. He is doing everything that he can. And maybe somebody knows the time frame, but I don't. And don't count this guy out. He wants to play again. He wants to play at Baylor. He wants to come back from this when a lot of people said there's no way he'll ever play again. So, you know, just keep him in your prayers and know that he is working really, really hard. And it's a great story. You know, Jonathan's is a great, great story. And it's not over yet. You know, the final chapter for him hasn't been written. You know, most teams would be – happy and excited about uh, being nationally ranked at number 18 in the country. Uh, but I, I, I'm just curious if Nikki Collins' basketball team feels a little disrespected. Yeah, that's funny, isn't it? You're 18th. Yeah. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Pick fourth in the Big 12. That's great. Now everybody's saying, why? How? <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I asked her that question uh, two different occasions last week. We, She and I were together at her Waco Rotary luncheon, and then we had the coaches show with Nikki last week. And both times I, I kind of pose the question in different ways. And her answer is it shows the strength of the Big 12, number one, that they're picked fourth in this league. And she went through, you know, the teams run, uh, picked ahead of Baylor, like Iowa State with Ashley Jones and everybody back, and Oklahoma with everybody back. And Texas kind of in a similar situation to Baylor, some big losses, but some big returnees. So she kind of looks at it that way, that it's the strength of the league that has Baylor being picked number four in the preseason poll. And, uh, and that would carry over to uh, 18th in the nation also, although nationally Texas is picked ahead of Iowa State uh, in the national poll. But I followed up and said, well, do you have that uh, preseason poll, you know, uh, blown up and, and postered up in your locker room to remind them, you know, that they're picked fourth, you know, after winning 12 straight Big 12 championships. And her answer was, no, not really. I don't think we need to do that. And to me, that says a lot right there. <laughs> that says maybe internally they've gotten the message, and now they're just going to go into work externally to, uh, to prove the pollster's wrong. And, and you know, the, and I was just thinking, it really doesn't matter, does it? I mean, this is, right, this is right. a game that, you know what, if you win, you advance. If you don't, you don't. I mean, it, you, you control your own destiny every Every team that, that goes on the, the floor starts the process today, but you control your own destiny in this game. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, what some people think in the preseason. And again, like, like Nikki said, uh, judging by what's returning for these schools, like Iowa State, mm-hmm. that's not a bad choice to pick them to win the league this year. So the only issue is Baylor having won 12 straight. You know, how much, uh, you know, how much do you uh, stock do you put in that going into this season? Um, but we'll see. You know, it'll all play out starting tonight. Absolutely. Hey, I appreciate the time. We, we, we really do. I know you, this is an incredibly busy day for you, uh, but we appreciate your time as always. Look forward to it. Thanks so much. Have a great day, right, John. Appreciate it. Yep, you too. Thanks talk, very much. Talk to you soon. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. You hear him every weekday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. You'll hear him on the call this morning of uh, Baylor and Mississippi Valley State University. That will be a 1030 pregame with an 11 o'clock tip right here 
on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we're brought to you in part by Circle Drug Pharmacy, 3211 Robinson Drive. I saw Doc Everett. I I was in there Friday. I had to pick up a prescription, I think, Thursday or Friday. And I got to visit with Doc Everett and his staff. I mean, how how many people do you know when you go to the pharmacy and and you're waiting in line? How many times do you see a a pharmacist come out of the the deal and say, hey, good to see you, you know, and and just start a conversation, ask about your family and all that. But that's what you get with a locally owned business like Circle Drug. You got Doc Everett and his staff. They know you. They care about you. Uh, your friends, their friends. I mean, it, it's that kind of deal at, 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 at Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned, independent pharmacy, and it's your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. They've got free delivery to your home or office. In fact, I was driving down uh, my street the other day, and there was there was the, the little Circle Drug car making a delivery out in my neighborhood. Uh, they've got... Uh, all kinds of stuff like uh, diabetic testing supplies, walkers and wheelchairs, uh, diabetic shoes and inserts, and uh, they do all the vaccines there at Circle Drug. Complete pharmacy at 3211 Robinson Drive. Locally owned and independent pharmacy. They're open Monday through Friday. I love these hours. Talked about them a million times, but they really do care about their customer. 9 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9 to 2 on Saturday. That's a convenience for you. They're taking time away from their family so that you can spend time with your family. And when you get off work, you're not rushed to get there and pick up uh, your prescription. That's why they stay open an extra hour till 6 o'clock. That's why they're open till 2 and not noon on Saturdays uh, so they can they can take care of you. It's Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. This is Dallas Cowboys football, football. 2022. Third and one. And off Pollard coming left. Only heard here. Foot in the ground. First down and more. 50. Good block from the tight end. All season. 10, 5, touchdown, Tony Pollard. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. Live from Lambeau Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers. Sunday at 2 on ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience. Extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. IP Contract Services is family-owned and operated. IP Contract Services has specialized in repurposing and restoring homes of all ages and size. IP Contract Services calls Crawford, Texas home. 
5P is dedicated to its community and a leader in the roofing and construction industry with success for over 25 years. Let 5P Contract Services plan, price, and produce any new or repurposed vision you dream of. Tackle all projects with 5P. Goodwill through good work. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Tom Brady became the first player in NFL history to reach 100,000 career passing yards as he led Tampa Bay to a 16-13 come-from-behind win over the Rams. TCU has moved up to fourth in this week's AP College football poll. Georgia is still on top, followed by Ohio State and Michigan with Tennessee fifth. There's basketball action at the Farrell Center starting at 11 o'clock this morning as the Baylor men host Mississippi Valley State. The Baylor women are in action at 7 o'clock tonight as they entertain Lamar. All three Texas NBA teams are in action tonight. The Mavericks host Brooklyn, the Rockets are in Orlando, and the Spurs entertain Denver. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 8.52, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Man, what a busy, busy week we got. This may be one of our busiest weeks ever. I mean, we got basketball starting today, two games today. Uh, We got five high school playoff games for you. We've got, what, uh, four college football games for you? And then, oh, by the way, the Cowboys play on Sunday against the Fighting Green Bays. Uh, and that'll be Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that game doesn't have as much shine on it. No, it doesn't. But don't tell Fox Sports that because, man, I saw 35 promos for it yesterday Uh, because that's what they do. Uh, And I do want to say this. Do you have the red zone, by the way, Mm -hmm. NFL red zone? Mm -hmm. If you don't have a dog in the hunt, that is the way to watch the NFL. I mean, I watched a ton of it yesterday. 
It is great. Hey, when the game gets interesting, boy, they go to that game. When this game gets interesting, they go to that game. I'm giving a free plug to uh, the NFL Red Zone, but it really is a good product. Mm-hmm. It, it's, uh, it's good stuff. So, anyway, uh, coming up uh, this weekend, one of the things that we, we mentioned, uh, the, the, uh, the tremendous win, I would say overtime, but it wasn't overtime. It was right before they were getting ready to head to overtime. Mary Harden Baylor wins. They finish up the regular season on uh, on Saturday against McMurray and and then get ready for postseason. Yeah, the uh, final game of regular season will be against McMurray, a 1 o'clock kickoff at Crusader Stadium. Uh, and so, look, you, you, you want to finish strong. I think last week was an opportunity to get a little bit of momentum, keep it rolling and going into the playoffs. Still don't know where you're going to land in the playoffs, whether you're going to be on the road or, or maybe get a home game. So that's going to be interesting. But they need to finish strong. How equipped is this team to defend? They're very equipped. They're very equipped. If they can, if they can continue to put down four quarters of football, they've got a good shot of repeating. All right, there you go. So that'll be coming up on Saturday. We, we'll have more on Baylor and Kansas State as the week goes along. In fact, a one-on-one with Coach Dave Aranda is coming up tomorrow on the program. John's at three today. Matt's at four today. We got basketball this morning at 1030. We have women's basketball at 530 this afternoon. We got a lot of stuff for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you at seven tomorrow. <laughs> 